0: Welcome to ICP with We. In the name of beef shakes, dabble doyas, and riding your motorcycle to Applebee's, this is our ongoing examination of the Insane Clown Posse. I'm Eric. And I'm
1: Aaron. And today we're reviewing the ICP songs we missed, Volume 7. It's the seventh episode Songs We Missed Episode 7 More Songs We Missed Yeah What is up everybody
0: And welcome to ICP With None other than We And that we is Myself and my co-host with the co-most Eric I feel like I'm missing somebody But I don't know, I don't think I am Let's move on No, I don't think anybody's Um, missing Yeah, I don't think anybody's missing at all. Eric, how are you today? It it is another episode. It's another fine Sunday. This is, uh, by the way, I I shouldn't, I should call you Scarec and I'm scaring because tomorrow is uh, Halloween. It's going to be past Halloween by the time you hear this. You're not going to hear this before
1: Halloween. Sorry. But I feel the Halloween vibes. But in the recording, also get ready for a, a special, super special episode at some point in the next week ish, uh, because Shaggy Two dope confirmed that, whoa, is going to release tomorrow. Whoa. whoa. That's amazing. So we're going to have to listen excited. to it and talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we have to, we must. We are contractually um, obligated. I'm very excited to listen to it. I am too. I'm I'm quite eager to hear Um, this one. Eric, what, if I may ask, what will you have gone for as Halloween? Are you dressing up at all? Are you, uh, I'm assuming you're just kind of hanging
1: at the house, maybe passing out some candy. I mean, it's supposed to rain here all day today and Mm. tomorrow and pretty much the rest of the week, which is good because we have been so long without rain that the rain that has come through has been a relief. It's helping the forest fires. It hasn't been smoky. It looked for a while That's like amazing, we were living yeah. in some apocalyptic scenario and that was getting mm. scary. But yeah, I don't expect many trick or treaters. I also live in an area where not a lot of kids are going to come over to my my road. So Gotcha. We're probably not going to see. It. We bought we we decided because we know so few people come by and I shouldn't publicize this. We're a full candy bar house this year. Oh, badass. That way, That's if the kids badass. like on our road come over, they're probably getting more than one full candy bar
0: because you're probably going to have a lot left over.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't buy a lot. That's why we were able to be full candy bar. Like it was actually cheaper yeah. to buy like a six pack of like full candy bars or something than it was to buy a now 20 some dollar bag of like fun size candy is getting so tiny now. It's like insane. It's, oh, it's it's nuts. It's yeah. not even a bite now. It's like, what is this? <laughs>
0: My. My office uh, goes through an insane amount of fun size candy. It's it's ridiculous how much the people that I work with just walk up to reception and grab a piece of candy every five minutes. And I just watch them walk past my doorway every five minutes to grab a piece of candy. Just it's like, just Take more than one. Yeah. Or like maybe buy a bag for yourself, keep it in a drawer at your desk and you never have to give up get up. Or maybe we you should can just
1: petition the candy makers to go back to you remember when we used to get fun size candy. It was like, you know, half or third of a standard size candy bar. Now you either oh, yeah. get this tiny little skinny miniature candy bar or you get a tiny little square. And I'm like, what are these?
0: Yeah, no, like uh, a fun size is like a a Hershey's Kiss now. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's nuts. Super whack. Whack as fuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, So are you dressing up then to uh, dole out these full size bars? No, I'm going to just dress up as a grumpy old hardcore kid that's completely beaten down by life and now making stupid rap albums. Hey, I hear that. (laughs) That's what about are you are you going anywhere doing anything dressing as something? Um, as of right now, the plan stands that I'm
0: going to, uh, just stream on, on TikTok, I think, No. but I will dress up. Yeah. I should have gone to, um, I had the option of going to monster mosh last yesterday for free,
1: but I didn't end up going. Yeah. I mean, um, um, some of our friends bands played that, uh, actually hollowed out, got offered to play, but I just, I couldn't. I couldn't be back in town for it, unfortunately. Right, That would have been cool for uh, to see Holliday.
0: See if if Holliday did play, I probably would have gone. Well, um, see, now I just ruined your evening. Oh no, it was it was fine. I had a great evening last night. I just hung out and watched Seinfeld. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I, I I don't know what costume I'm going to be as. I'm briefly considering actually uh, painting up and uh, just being a Juggalo for Halloween. But you should. But uh, that is so much goddamn work.
1: It's really, it's and really, it, yes, it's it's extensive work. Very difficult.
0: And Halloween is a weekday. So, like, I have a full day of work beforehand. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to, like, sit there. I'm going to come home at, like, five, and I'm going to spend an hour painting up for, like, three hours.
1: It doesn't know? take that long. You can do it faster.
0: You think? I don't yeah. know. For a first-time painter...
1: Yeah, who, who um, if I if I might ask there, there are myriad notable face painters in in the juggalo world that you could paint your face as who would you choose and why would it be boondocks?
0: <laughs> it would not be boondocks uh, <laughs> one bit. I was actually I was going to paint my face as Violent J and then I was going to wear that
1: uh, my blue shaggy Two dope shirt so i could have both represented yeah that would be good have you ever seen that picture where jay and shaggy painted their face as each other for halloween as each
0: other yes it's, oh
1: my god it fucked with it, me so bad
0: honey it's, it's so slight it's so like slightly unsettling yes <laughs> that it's like you can't describe it and you show that picture to any person that's not like a juggalo or not an icp fan or whatever. And they're just gonna be like, "What? Yeah. So this what? is ICP."
1: Yeah, like they're to me, what? It what was am like I- a, an odd, uncanny valley moment when I saw it. I was like looking at it, and I'm like, "This something? Who are these people? This doesn't seem right." And then when I realized who it is, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> I, f- I felt
0: this. like uh, I felt like I was in the Twilight Zone. You know what I mean? Yeah, or the Outer Limits. Oh my God! Or the Outer Limits. Or. Speaking of outer limits uh a quick bev check here i'm drinking a, a prime uh, have you heard of these drinks prime they're is it from amazon they, it is not i don't believe uh, although i think everything is from amazon these days well yeah in, in one um, way or another but uh it, it's like a it's like a gatorade type drink like body it's more like body armor it's coconut milk but it's only 20 calories it's got like uh, it's got six grams of carbs and like zero sugars or fats or like anything else.
1: Oh, uh, I but I'm for sure you were going to say it was um a, a meat based, a beef based product certified by the USDA. Uh,
0: yeah, it's it's I'm just drinking my morning beef shake um, <laughs> beef shake. I love that. <laughs> I don't think I would try a beef shake. <laughs> I, I just like that phrase beef shake. And that is a good, that is a good phrase. It sounds like you're like, uh, <laughs> making a cow, like shake their butt.
1: I feel like it's, it could be a line shake. from a song. I'll, let me see that beef shake. I'm going to make your beef yeah. shake.
0: I'm going to make your beef shake. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I I'll like make that beef line. shake.
1: I'll make your earthquake. I'll give you this snake. We'll have a clam bake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um so i'm drinking prime what are you drinking i am drinking a polar premium seltzer and this one is called ginger lime mule delicious that sounds amazing It's, it's very good it's refreshing after i uh i i downed some leftover nuts oh delicious yeah
0: I also have some water here, and I'm going to do my best to uh, mute while I drink it because I I have a a new cup, Eric. What kind of cup? For those of you who don't know, on TikTok, I do gas station and fast food uh, content. So I've heard. And uh, the national company Ruiz Food Products, uh, they're the national distributor or the brand Tornado, which is all of the taquitos that you see on the roller grills in Seven Elevens and like racetracks and uh, like all the national gas station chains. It's not all just um,
1: Cisco Food stuff. No,
0: so I've I've come to find out that the same people that make the El Monterey brand frozen products for the grocery store, Did they that, make. That's not a huge uh, surprise. That makes sense. The Tornados. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, El Monterey is basically just the consumer facing. You know, product while Tornado brand, the taquitos are the straight to stores. Anyways, so a few weeks back, they sent me, they saw my videos and they liked them so much that they sent me some flavors of taquitos I've never had before. So I made a video unboxing them, trying a couple of the flavors. They ended up really loving that video. So they sent me another package that has, uh, it was chock full of Tornado brand stuff. Ooh, uh, so I got a, that's a hat, I got a cup, I got some stickers, and then I got this badass handwritten note that I'm definitely going to be uh, framing because it's super cool. Oh, I, I got a reusable bag as well. That's really nice. So uh, yeah, I actually
1: used that today when I went to the store. How? Oh, here we go. Tornado's food service, Ruiz Foods. I was going to say, how can people like if people listen to this and they're like, OK, this company sounds cool. And the food sounds good. How can they check them out? But you can go to uh, RuizFoodService.com or just search Tornado. It looks like Tornado Foods on yes. Google. And bam, there it is.
0: There it is. And uh, on socials, they are my to- at my tornadoes, spelled you, tornadoes.
1: It's, it's Yeah, and it, it's pronounced that way?
0: Y- yes. So I've been corrected. When I first discovered this brand, I made videos about how I need to find a way to get in contact with them. Um, And I was quickly corrected because I was saying tornadoes. I mean, their logo has a tornado on it. Yes, it does. But I was kindly
1: corrected by a lot of people. It was torn. It's tornado. Listen, I've been known to eat some taquitos. Okay, Uh, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of them. There's a brand and I'd have to look it up that makes some delicious vegan taquitos that that you can buy frozen at the grocery store.
0: But ooh, definitely look that up and let me know, because I want to I have a roller grill at home that I roll taquitos on. OK. And
1: I want to try and roll some vegan ones. OK. OK. Uh, I just need to remember what the brand is.
0: I'll, I'll look. It yeah, up.
1: yeah, yeah. I'll look at te-
0: you can text me that information
1: at any point. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Starlight. Starlight. OK. Starlight Cuisine, I believe, is the is the name of the brand. I was just looking here, but they've got you can get the. The corn tortilla or flour tortilla, both are good. I love the flour tortilla ones. I think they they turn out really good. Anyway, I'm looking at. I this is probably a competing brand. I shouldn't I shouldn't be crossing the street here. <laughs> but I was looking at the uh, Ruiz Food Service page and yes. I'm looking at Tornados. I didn't realize how much thought really goes into what they're doing. They've got AM flavors. P.M. flavors, Link Tornados, 3.75 ounce Tornados. But one of the things that's blowing my mind is in the A.M. flavors, they've got cinnamon roll Tornados.
0: Yes. So that unfortunately, I I have not been sent that one. And none of the gas stations
1: around me have any like breakfast ones. Like, obviously, this is not something I'm going to eat. However, if there was a version of it that I would eat there would be nothing stopping me from seeking these out and trying them because it seems oh from
0: crushing a six pack. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like those things look nuts. Well, Hey, there you go.
1: Shout out to Ruiz food service, uh, Tornados.
0: Yes. Thank you for all of the, uh, for all of the stuff. Again, y'all are amazing. And, uh, thank you for the very clanky cup. I will try to be muting myself. Oh,
1: you sons that I drink, of bitches. Drink <laughs> sons of bitches. That's where we were going with this.
0: That's that's where we ultimately were going. And I just wanted to
1: give you a heads we need, up. We need ultra insulated cups made of materials that if it's got ice in it, you can't hear the ice clanking around. That's that's really what we're looking for.
0: Well, so what I, I think that they need to do, is because it's like a double layer plastic cup, right? Like they oh, yeah. press that the two layers together. Trick. In between the layers, well, that, but it's clanky like that. But in between the layers, if they put some sort of like insulation foam, maybe. Sure. Oh, yeah. Some sound dampening material. Some sound dampening material. I think that could, yeah. that could work out. Hey, uh, what are we talking about today? Uh <laughs> we're talking about the seventh selection of songs... We've missed seven of nine, seven of nine. <laughs> God, dude,
1: our patrons know what's up. They they do. I mean, we, we talked about it in the regular episode, but uh, any of our patrons, we shared the photo of seven of nine
0: <laughs> and it was uh, a fine photo. Indeed. These are selections of uh, tracks. Yeah. That we did not review on our first pass through of ICP. They weren't on proper releases, right? Correct. I mean, this is the seventh volume. If If you don't know the premise of what we're doing, go back and listen to the other six.
1: Right. Asshole. At the end of season four, we ran a contest and said, "Okay, we've caught up to present on ICP. We've listened to all of their main albums, secondary albums, tertiary albums, bootleg stuff that they self-released. We listened to everything that we could and we said, but we know there's songs we missed. So we ran a contest expecting to get a few. We got enough songs to fill nine episodes of songs we missed. So today we are on episode seven of nine.
0: Okay. So the songs that we're reviewing today, by the way, if you want to know exactly what we're reviewing beforehand, uh, click the playlist in the description below that's all the songs that we're talking about today
1: but eric you have some information about the songs that we're talking about today is this correct yeah i have a little bit of information here so everything or, da- what's that just a dabble of information just a dabble of information i don't know if you can yeah. use that word that way dabble i feel like dab like a spot of information dabble of information like, like a dab like to dabble in something but i think this would be just like a dab like a little dabble do you
0: Oh, a dabble, do you have of in, of information? Yeah, you have to say it a little sinister.
1: Yeah. A, a little, little dabble, dabble do,
0: do you have information? <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, Eric, please hit us with the dabble, do you have information?
1: <laughs> uh, OK, so all the songs that we're going to talk about in this episode, the way we broke these episodes up is is basically by groupings of years. And this episode has songs that released in 2013, 2014 and 2015. So that 3-year span. Now, ICP didn't drop a lot of ICP albums in 2013 and 14. The only ICP releases during those two years were Forgotten Freshness 5 and The House of Wax EP, which was part of the first 6 box set that came out in 2014. And we talked about this, House of Wax EP was supposed to probably come out much earlier. It was supposedly going to be like a a sideshow from Mighty Death Pop, I think, and it ended up getting put into this box set, maybe as an incentive to buy it. This is the only way you can get the House of Wax CP, so buy the box set. But they were super active with super groups in 2014. They dropped Dark Lotuses, the Mud, Water, Air, and Blood, and also the Killjoy Club's Reindeer Games. So it's not like they weren't doing anything. They just weren't dropping a lot of ICP material during that time. In 2015, though, ICP was very active, dropping The Marvelous Missing Link Lost, The Marvelous Missing Link Found, The Marvelous Missing Link Outtakes, and both the original version of the Phantom EP and the Phantom Extra Spooky Edition EP. So there was lots of ICP music in 2015. During this era, we also saw a uh, sort of a big shift in the psychopathic roster. The label was super active. They were they in those three years dropped albums by Big Hoodoo, Legs Diamond and the Purple Gang, Axe Murder Boys, Boondocks, Anybody Killer, Young Wicked, and DJ Paul. There was a lot going on. So this was a, a very active time frame, even if ICP didn't drop a lot of albums those first two years.
0: It was more psychopathic focused few years than ICP yeah. focused. Few yeah, years. I think so. They
1: were busy. They right. clearly were doing things that. Absol- entire time. Absolutely. I mean, Legs Diamond and the Purple Gang. That's all we need, right? Nine Pistolas. I, uh, I, f- I was going to say we, but I got to see Legs Diamond perform a Nine Pistolas set at the gathering this year, and I got to hear it in the audio after the fact. <laughs>
0: whoops uh yeah unfortunate you can listen to that story in one of seven gathering episodes that we've
1: done yeah anyways i'm kind of ready to get to these tracks are you ready to get to these tracks oh i have been eager to get to these tracks all week
0: perfect so the first track i mean this one in our selection uh is going to be the perfect one to kick us off it is a song called officer hatchet by violent J off the album dj clay a world upside down the mix tape uh released in june 2013
1: uh eric what are your thoughts i i can't you know i've i've listened to this now three ish times i you know when i'm building the playlists i i do a partial listen and then i sit down and do two full listens for myself and every single time I'm not sure why. It's almost like a sense of deja vu, but I feel like we've heard this before and I couldn't figure out if this is on something else we reviewed. I looked. It doesn't seem to be. And I was like, did they maybe just do another song with a similar concept? Because I feel like I remember talking about this song or something like this. I could be wrong. Did you get that sense or is it just me?
0: You know, I had that sense in the in the very beginning uh the it just felt like it's something that we had talked about before but i feel like i would distinctly remember talking about a song uh, about violent j being a police officer or a like a obviously not an official police officer right
1: but uh a police playing a police officer right yeah this it just it feels like the kind of thing that would be on like incredible collectible collection or something
0: yeah um, I, I, think I, I did is. get that sense, but I I don't I feel like I would remember another song like this.
1: Yeah, I just looked; it's not on there. So I, you know, okay. Anyway, if we did talk about it before, too bad we're talking about it again. Overall, this song has me feeling very conflicted, like. I like the concept of Jay enacting vigilante justice on all these scummy people, but the cop theming doesn't really appeal to me. And I get that he's not actually a cop. He's like a a vigilante posing as a cop, which is kind of a cool idea for a song, which I think is probably stolen from lots of different movies that have done things like this. Um, Mm -hmm. But it still sounds like a song about being a cop, like just the theming doesn't appeal, but. You know, I think the the music here is OK. The verses sound OK. The hook is OK. I actually like the lyrics mostly overall, I think is pretty good. I always like hearing Jay and ICP talk about stuff like this that matters to them. Uh, one of the weird things is that in verse three, Jay says police are needed a 1015. And then he refers to that as a home invasion. But a 1015 is police code for prisoner in custody. So like all police codes are on the internet. You just look up 1015 police code, just Google it. You know right. what I mean? But um, the other thing I noticed in this song is Jay's vocals, because this is the first episode of songs we missed where I'm noticing Jay's voice starting to change into the the more sound and tone that we hear now, or at least elements of that coming in, that more gruff, strained sort of tone to his voice. yeah. Um, but I, I really noticed it in this song. Uh, overall, I will say this is a distinctive and notable song. I, I think this stands out. It's themed. It sounds different. I just don't think it's a great song or at least not one that I love. But what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, Um. first and foremost, right off the bat, it is theme wise. It stands out. It is an interesting it, 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 it's an interesting song that stands out into your mind. That being said, I just said I thought we listened, like I would have remembered if we were to listen to something like that. That's because this song is just so unique. I feel like in that manner, but there's a lot about it that I kind of don't like. First of all, the overall theming and pushing of, of the police stuff. It doesn't really appeal to me personally. The beat was okay. I think the lyrics are really cool. I really like the lyrics. Violent J does really good uh, on his flows and stuff. I'm not a huge fan of the chorus, And that's just, I think the chorus is where you hear the most prevalent. You feel like he's a cop. Cop You know what I mean? stuff? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Cop jargon for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the chorus is eh, eh. flows are pretty good. Overall. It's a song that I will remember having listened to, uh, which is, I feel like more than I can say for some of the
1: not good songs that we've missed. All right. Well, that's Officer Hatchet. Let's move on awesome. to track number two in our selection. This one is also from the DJ Clay, A World Upside Down, The Mix Tape. This one is DJ Clay featuring Shaggy Too Dope, although I don't know why it's DJ Clay featuring. DJ Clay is not on this track, and I don't even know if he made the beat for it, but this one is basically Shaggy Too Dope. Uh, it's a skit called Shaggy Needs Love. That's sort of a skit, sort of a song. What are your thoughts?
0: Are you sure DJ uh, Clay doesn't do the uh, screeching la 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 la"s? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, because those were so prevalent that I would consider that DJ Clay featuring Shaggy too dope. Yeah, this is kind of one of those funny things. You show your friend thing. Uh, This is definitely not a serious track in the likes. Like Eric said, it's kind of a skit. It's labeled as a skit but it's also half you know it's kind of a song a short
1: song yeah
0: yeah it's it's pretty much just a short song um and it's uh shaggy talking about needing love uh there's some disgusting la la las in there the beat is eh, there's not much to say but it. I mean, it's it's legitimately just a funny thing to show your friends once kind of thing
1: i think this is a funny thing to show your friends once if your friends are over 35, because yeah. <laughs> anybody under that age is going to miss what's going on here, I think. And I even noticed on Genius, it's not noted. Uh, this is this is kind of a cover song, right? In the in the 70s, there was a song by the Shy Lights called Have You Seen I I see Her? her everywhere
2: I go, on the street and even at the picture show. Tell me, have you seen her? Oh, I hear her voice as a coins blow in the sweet music on my radio. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her?
1: But this isn't a cover of that. This is a cover of MC Hammer's cover of that song. So in 1990, MC Hammer released this Uh. album called Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. And that album was huge because it had You Can't Touch This on it. MC Hammer blew the fuck up. The follow-up single was a cover of Have You Seen Her. This song, Shaggy Needs Love, straight up. I was going to say Jack's the instrumental from the MC Hammer version, but I don't think it does. I think it just jacks the MC Hammer version because I think the vocals are still there. I think... They're just singing over it. Like, oh, I'm, really? I'm listening, I'm like, I can still hear the actual vocals of the Have You Seen Her and stuff under there. This is just them goofing off and taking that MC Hammer song and singing over it.
2: so long. And I know somewhere, if I keep looking, that I'll find the picture that grows clearer and clearer, from the back to the front of my mind. I see her face, and I can't let go. She's in my dreams and heart, so let me know. Have you seen her? Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? I'm looking for that love. Uh, uh. Love! Love is a feeling that Shaggy definitely needs Oh yeah Baby, be mine I need your love to make it So why don't you be mine? Um, baby, be mine Oh yeah
1: Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke song. Yeah, that's absolutely what it it's stupid. I don't know that it's even particularly funny, but it kind of makes you smirk just because it's like intentionally bad. Yeah, that that's pretty much what it is. If you haven't ever heard the MC Hammer song, have you seen her? It's sappy and stupid and you should go listen to it. Yeah, I'll have to go listen to that after this because I, I did not catch that because I have not heard that song. Yeah, well, in 1990. It was uh, an almost big hit for MC Hammer. Have You Seen Her was released between You Can't Touch This and Pray, which were probably two of the biggest MC Hammer songs.
2: Mm,
0: Gotcha. Shaggy Needs Love. Yeah. (laughs) You ready to move on to the next track in our selection? Sure. This one, track uh, number three, is a song called Mountain Climbing by the artist Big Hoodoo, and this features Violent J. And Awesome Dre, the album is Crystal Skull, released
1: in July of 2013. I'm going to assume that this is named after the Indiana Jones movie, this album. That was also my assumption. Because obviously they're huge fans of the fourth Indiana Jones movie where Shia LaBeouf is poised to take over the role of Indiana Jones. And there are Aliens.
0: Well, hey, I mean, it is widely regarded as the best Indiana Jones movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So 2013, this came out five years after that movie it may or may not be connected. I'm going to choose to think it is fun fact here. Neither Big Hoodoo nor any of his albums have Wikipedia pages. I think it's the only psychopathic artist I've encountered so far that doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Strange. That is strange. Strange. Now, on to this song, Mountain Climbing. It starts out with a spoken word. They say it's 29,000 feet tall. Only seven people have climbed it. All right. So there's only one mountain that's 29,000 feet tall. That's Mount Everest. Uh And he says hundreds, thousands have tried. Over 800 people summit Everest every year. You could, like, if you or I wanted to hire somebody to take us up, we probably could. In the past 10 years, thousands of people have reached the top. So... What are they talking about here? Why didn't you pick a number that's unrealistic? Call it, you know, it's over 30,000 feet tall or something. Then, you know, I can't compare it to a real mountain that's 29,000 and like 26 feet tall or something like that. You're clearly talking about Mount Everest. You chose 29,000 for a specific reason. And then you gave yeah, me all these a false number. facts. Not real but in this it's a metaphorical mountain right this is climbing the mountain of life in your career you know you're 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 doing your thing you're chopping your way to the top and heads are rolling down the mountain or something I don't know. This song isn't bad. The music is decent. Uh I like the the drive and the motivation behind what they're doing. I think the metaphor works just fine. It's one that I think has been used before. I don't love this, but it's a positive and personal success focused song. Again, another very rap thing to do. You know, you hear songs that that kind of do this. I think Jay sounds fine on this. I think Big Hoodoo sounds fine on this. This, you know, this song definitely has Jay's fingerprints all over it. It sounds like a violent Jay song that he put other people on more than a big hoodoo song that Jay features on. But I'm going to say that about the next track as well. But (laughs) that's just that's just how I feel. Obviously, when artists come to Psychopathic and Jay helps create a, a character and a persona, His fingerprints are all over their sound and what's going on. And I I can hear that a lot here. Awesome Dre does feel out of place on this track to me. It's just a different style. Uh, He does use the word vicissitude, not like in a sentence. He just states that he uses words like vicissitude, which I think is cheating. (laughs) But I think that's fun because it's the name of the first Belmont album. It's got one of my favorite songs on it, Old Wounds. So it made me go listen to that thank you awesome dre yeah what That's were your awesome. thoughts on mountain climbing um i actually had some uh pretty
0: there's some pretty positive things in here yeah um even if the chorus i think is pretty cheesy i think the beat is okay i think jay jay's verse is really good the whole like first run that he goes on rhyming man with man with plan with man uh like just (laughs) his vocal patterns and how he styles it just sounds really pleasing to me the verses honestly all go pretty pretty hard uh except yeah awesome dres i feel like he felt a little out of place yeah but hey he uses words like vicissitude that's true and then he rhymes
1: it with uh nude next which is awesome yeah he, um, he really runs on that rhyme scheme and by the end when he says he's rude i'm like didn't he already say he's rude at some point point? and i'm like no i guess not i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah no he uh it's easy to shred his verse i feel like He'll because piss in it your just food. felt so out of place yeah he pissed in your food uh i think he says he ain't in the mood at some point Something about being crude, which I, I think is what you might have thought was
1: rude. He's part of a crude, chewed food dude.
2: You loot crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food dude?
1: He's not talking about the same things that Jay and Hoodoo are. They have got a theme. They are talking about this drive and ambition and positivity. And then Awesome Dre comes along and he's like, listen, I've got rhymes. So that's what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, listen to these bars. Yeah. For the sake of them, <laughs> for the sake of the rhyme. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I think you're right. You you can definitely hear a lot of Jay in this. And that is not uncommon for newer artists to psychopathic when he's trying to basically get them on the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sort of figure out who they are, what their sound is, you know. Yeah. Put the uh, put the psychopathic stank on it, if you will. Yeah, the, the stankopathic. Let's move on to another song from that same album. This one's awesome. Big Voodoo featuring ICP, also from Crystal Skull in 2013. This one's called Spells. What are your thoughts on this?
0: Spells. Okay, so this song, basically the concept of this is uh, they know how to do spells, but you got to be careful with them, uh, and there's a whole warning in the chorus. Violent J's first verse is him making a love potion. And I think that although this concept seems a little cheesy to me, I think that he actually describes making a disgusting fucking potion very well. Like his verse was very minimal. I I think at some point he like starts chant, like says he's chanting Oonga Boonga something. He does something with uh, chickens and frog legs, I think. And then he, obviously gives her the potion, but I think his verse was, was pretty descriptive and, uh, and he did really well on that. Uh, the chorus I think is cheesy. I'm not a huge fan. The beat I think is just okay. Big hoodoo does really good. Uh, he talks about, I think a spell to um, get even with your, your enemies and stuff. His verse was super dope. Uh, Shaggy's verse uh, he sounded really good. I, I liked him. He s- didn't seem out of place or anything like that on this song. His verse. I couldn't quite tell you what he was making, but he didn't make anything because okay, the
1: song at all. It was a totally that's different. What thing.
0: I, that's what I thought. I, I like halfway through listening to it. I could have. I was like, I don't think he's actually making anything. If it's if you turn your brain off, his verse sounds like uh sounds good. He talked about magic stuff. He just didn't. Yeah, I think
1: really talk about what he does works, even if it doesn't fit. So, like, this is a song about doing voodoo spells, which is super on the nose for an album by a rapper whose gimmick is voodoo. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I get it. You know, go directly for the obvious thing. You're right. Jay uses his magic spell to make a woman thinks he's hot and it backfires and she is now way too into him and he has to kill her. Uh, Hoodoo uses his magic to kill the neighborhood snitch, but ends up getting haunted by this guy. I liked, I I don't want to say I liked it, but I appreciated Hoodoo's verse because he talks in depth about what goes into doing this spell and the ingredients needed. And he basically says, it doesn't make sense to you, but it makes perfect sense to me. I know what I'm doing, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get to Shaggy, and instead of talking about creating a spell, he uses it to tell his origin story. He's 17. He goes to a fortune teller and he calls bullshit and refuses to pay her. So she cuts off one of his dreadlocks and hexes him to be a clown for the rest of his life. And he's like, joke's on you. This is awesome. I should be thanking you, and you're probably dead and burning in hell at this point. I loved what Shaggy did didn't fit with the first two verses but it was a fun and clever verse and he sounded good Hmm. so i don't know this song is fine i'm not a fan of the music like in the context of the album maybe it is fun and makes more sense but i wouldn't single this out to listen to i've i've heard some hoodoo stuff over the years and although i wouldn't be like ugh, hoodoo's awful it's not something that just grabs a hold of me i haven't heard that song yet that made me go ah this is my favorite hoodoo song i've heard one or two that that you know, I was like, ah, I'd listen to this again, but and it, this song is definitely not the one that did that. It just, you know, again, it feels like Hoodoo is wedged into an ICP track versus ICP yeah. featuring on a Hoodoo track. And again, I don't know Hoodoo sound that well, but this definitely sounds like something that would show up on an ICP album to me. That's that's my thoughts.
0: Yeah, uh, I could definitely see this song and concept pretty much as is showing up on some sort of ICP release. And they've done um, Voodoo songs Without before, much, you know, change. Yeah, they have. Uh, this one, not as on the nose, I feel like, as this one was, but yeah. they definitely
1: have. Yeah, Southwest um, Voodoo is the is the better song between this and that, but okay.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the next song. This one is from an album... Ugh. That should be the cream of the crop because this album is toxicology Zug Island's dopest bangers the song which should be a dope banger according to the album is called can't change and the artist is Zug Island featuring
1: violent Jay. It, it, Thoughts? it doesn't, you know, you said this song should be a dope banger. No, this is Zug Island's dopest bangers. It just means the best they've got to offer, not in the oh, landscape oh, of oh, music. Oh. So, of course, I, I don't know. I saw this and I went, oh, good. A new Zug Island song. Uh, <laughs> and then I looked at the album cover and I was like, holy shit. Sin looks like such a fucking douchebag on this cover, the way he's dressed, his pose, like everything about him. He looks like um, like I was trying to think of what is what is this look? He looks like Chris Angel fucked the dudes from Poison and this is their baby. (laughs) <laughs> like brett michaels what was that he had that show rock of love remember oh
0: my god rock of love yeah it's yeah. like if everybody on rock of love had an orgy right and you left the room for nine months and this just sort of this this appeared. up
1: here <laughs> yeah. yeah and the like the other guys they look just kind of normal but they also look like they didn't realize the picture was being taken
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it looked like they're still getting ready to yeah
1: to fully pose yes <laughs> i i don't know This is a Zug Island song. It sounds like a Zug Island song. It sounds similar to some of the songs on their first album. Uh, On on the positive, I will say this is by far not the worst Zug Island song we've heard. This one's no, 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 no. It's fine. I think Sin sounds okay on this track, actually. Like he sounds decent doing what he's doing. I honestly think Jay's parts on this song are the worst parts. They, they kind of detract from it, especially the whole ending with the you don't have it in you, bitch parts that, that repeat. And then it ends in like a motorcycle riding off. I was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking corny and <laughs> like I just I'm like, who is this for? And then I was like, oh, it's for dudes that dress like sin and ride motorcycles. They're probably like, fuck, yeah, dude, that's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, dude, that, that was fucking deep. That guy's bedazzled jeans are fucking hard.
0: That's for the dude that gets thrown out of Applebee's because he got overserved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's
1: exactly who this is for. This definitely is a mid two thousand dude that wears a tight affliction shirt, the bedazzled jeans, uh, the yeah. bandana, the sunglasses you know soul patch yeah soul patch like that's that's what this is this is not a version of rock that appeals to me at all with that said the song sounds okay except for the elements i mentioned but uh how did you like can't change
0: you know what? for somebody who unabashedly loves creed ooh, this is not good <laughs> um <laughs> I was I was I thought you know Eric, I thought I was gonna get you, and I thought I was gonna have a hot take by saying that Sin sounded pretty good on this track. He does sound pretty good. But you beat me to it. Yeah, you uh you absolutely beat me to it. I uh he he sounds pretty fucking good. Jay absolutely detracts. You know, we always talk about how. Zug Island was the rock project that Jay always wanted, but he couldn't sing, so he had to find somebody to sing for him. Yeah. Um, And this is proof why they found Sin. Well, I was going to say, on
1: this song, his singing reminds me of the songs on that first Zug Island album that I didn't really dislike or that I thought, you know, there's a couple that I'm like, oh, this song is actually decent. The What he's doing here reminds me of that stuff. So I'll accept it.
0: Um, I think, yeah, the music is meh. Uh, this the vibe of this song is just a, not anywhere close to the vibe that I like as a human being. No, um, <laughs> uh, that being said, Sin, you did a really good job on your, your singing. Uh, Jay, you didn't do so well,
1: <laughs> not so great,
0: but you know what, Jay, here's a W for ya. you. you found sin that's and true. he did
1: well and you probably so wrote this congratulations song. he probably yeah wrote you p- sins parts for him
0: yeah that, that that wouldn't surprise me at all and the parts are not bad so yeah, uh good bad job bad. jay all right
1: let's move on to track six uh away from zug island this song is by the axe murder boys featuring icp this is from their album the garcia brothers which was released in march 2014 the song is called might go mad what are your thoughts on this one
0: yeah, so as somebody who uh, has listened extensively to A and B, uh, but pretty much only the
1: playlist that you've sent me. Right, which has one or two songs from this album.
0: Yes, it has a couple songs from this album, and uh, those songs are really good. I've never heard anything else off of this album, so this song was brand new to me. I thought the beat was pretty fucking cool. Um, obviously, their flows are are sick, it gets a violent J and, and shaggy. And, uh, I think that they met the energy and the, the beat and the flows and the vibe pretty well. I think that they did pretty good. They, they kind of shared a verse like towards the end. I wish yeah. that shaggy would have had his own verse. I feel like I would have actually loved to hear shaggy separated out. Maybe instead of that last chorus, uh, yeah, the chorus is, eh, but I, I've also, I'm not really a huge fan of A and B's hooks or stuff like that. Or at least I haven't been in the stuff that I've heard, Um, but I thought this song was pretty good. I think that Jay and Shaggy did really well. Um, I think this is one, definitely one of the more solid tracks that we've heard on this selection for sure. But I think on the, you know, I, I would put this song up next to some of the best on the last few selections. And I think this song is pretty fucking, pretty fucking dope. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, Shaggy says something about head busted uh, like noodles of
1: cum or something yeah, like that. That's definitely a line. And I think he rhymed it with oodles of fun. So. Yeah, he said it was oodles of fun to shoot a cop and his like head blew out like noodles of cum.
0: Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I don't have the lyrics right in front of me, but I I. That was so distinct in my
1: mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. What were your thoughts? So I I agree with you on some things. I disagree on a couple of things. Uh, I think this song is fucking hard. I have heard this before. I think this is a cool beat right from the jump. Young Wicked goes hard as fuck. Always does. And his verse sounds awesome. I like the hook. Uh, I know there's some contention here uh, opinion wise. I really like Young Wicked singing on hooks and stuff. I do like AMB's hooks. I think they sound good. I think Bones, another people like to beat up on Bones, but he sounds fucking great on this track. I, I don't care. I think he sounds good. I think his verse sounds good. Uh he matches Young Wicked's energy here and uh even, you know, technical skill is pretty on point. I will say that this is the AMB album where their sound starts to come together and to me they start to sound like modern axe murder boys this this is the first album of theirs that i can say i like now obviously i started listening to modern stuff and then went back to listen to the old stuff maybe if you started listening to the old stuff you'd be like i don't like the new stuff i don't like the old stuff but whatever up until jay and shaggy's verse comes in it's very much a an axe murder boy song sounds like them i'm really feeling it I think that Jay and Shaggy, you're right. They they match the energy. Uh, they they even technically, I think, do a pretty good job. But tone and vibe wise, I think they're in a totally different place because Jay mm. comes in doing Jay stuff, just talking crazy insanity. He sounds good, I think, but like he's like he talks about drinking and getting high with notable straight edge celebrities like Hobson and CM Punk, which I was like. Kind of funny, kind of clever, I guess, in a way, kind of ridiculous. They did a song with Hobson on Mighty Death Pop. Shaggy comes in, and I think Shaggy sounds hard as fuck on this song. This is the area where Shaggy's skills leveled the fuck up. Like, we've talked about this in the past five, six, seven years – we both are like, man, Shaggy is the more skilled technical rapper. Like Jay is the storyteller still and still is a good rapper. But Shaggy sounds so good on this. I would agree. I would have loved to hear them both have a verse, but them sharing a verse and going back and forth is fun. Right. It, it works. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, they say absolutely bonkers stuff, which feels a little out of place considering the first two verses from Young Wicked and Bone Stub, but- I, you know, Jay says he's going to punch you in your dick hole. You've got that noodles of cum line from Shaggy, all kinds of stuff. I don't feel like their verses fit with the rest of the song, but when you listen to the song, it sounds good. Uh, this is a very solid ICP showing on a solid AMB song. This is probably so far on this, my favorite thing that ICP has done, like just their verses. They sound mm. best on this to me. And I think Young Wicked elevates them i think they're like okay listen we need to step it up if we're going to be on a track with them and oh I think absolutely i think it sounds good absolutely
0: and and honestly bones uh to your point and i didn't i kind of glazed over it, and maybe it's unfair to bones but i should note bones dub i mean stepped it up and elevated himself even more i feel like than how he compares to young wicked in yeah. a lot of other a and b stuff yeah um so yeah awesome good track Let's move on then to the uh next track. Uh and this song is a song called My Night. The artist is Boondocks. Album is Abaddon. Released- Abaddon? I think it's the name. Abaddon.
1: A I think that's a demon's name. Sure.
0: Um Abaddon released in May of 2014.
1: Uh My Night. What are your thoughts? My thoughts were Please fucking kill me now. (laughs) Like, I seriously hate every single thing about this song. I hate the music. I hate the lyrics. I really hate the hook. I hate the overall style of it. Like, if you like this song, you're not my friend. I'm sorry. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Like, I'm listening to this and I'm going, how the fuck did ICP go from chicken hunting and rebel flag and redneck hoe to this goofy, shitty country rap rock garbage? Like... I know this isn't an ICP song, but Boondocks is their creation. This album is on their label and they're featured on this song. Like I only made it through this song once the first after the first time that was too much. Like when I was building the playlist, I listened to part of it and turned it off. And then I came back and I'm like, Listen, I need to get through it once. That was it. I hate this song. Like I hate it. This is. And guess what? We've got two more Boondocks songs and I'm just going to spoiler alert my attitude doesn't change toward this so what are your thoughts on my night
0: this is where you and i both get negative as fuck because listen buckle up ladies and gentlemen for the next 15 minutes boondocks is not going to get a lot of uh, love (laughs) um (laughs) i so i and i told you this before we started our episode today Uh, I will never see a scenario where I like a boondock song. No, ever. No. The second this starts, I only got through it once as well, by the way, the next three songs I've only listened to one time. Yes. Everything else I listened to three times. As soon as it starts, it is just such a departure from the vibe of everything else. Psychopathic. I feel like, and it is, it is like, it just feels i don't understand i i don't get country rap rock no bullshit no. one bit you know I, you know what and and i like good country i love good rap i love good rock but when you cram all three together and say let's make this the worst version of every single one of these three things spoiler alert it doesn't make something good
1: uh you know like <laughs> I don't like a lot of modern country, and some of it's because of the sounds. Not completely. There's some sounds there that I don't mind listening to. You know, I've I've heard modern country songs that I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice to listen to. I don't yeah. like a lot of the the attitudes and you know affinities that are expressed in modern country. It's just not a facet oh, right. of society that appeals to me personally. If 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 that's your thing, great, fine. But the the things that they mashed together here are just so unappealing to me. I think I hate, except in very extreme circumstances, I've heard a couple songs that are like the country rap thing that I'm like, yeah, this kind of works. But for the most part, this is a style of music that I just dislike. And you're not going to let me listen to something that I'm going to maybe, maybe, maybe you could let me hear something that would change my mind. But I highly doubt it. And it's not going to be a song by Boondocks that makes me go, okay, I like country rap.
0: You know what I mean? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's Boondocks is not going to be the one that it shows the best of this no. merger. Cool. Those are my thoughts on that song.
1: All right, well, uh, let's hey, go to guess the next what one. they're all. Yeah. Also, my thoughts on the next one. Yeah, the next one is called "Kickdo." That's from mm-hmm. the same album. This is Boondocks and Violent J. If you have any other thoughts, please share them.
0: My other thoughts are. Next, please. Actually, those are the only two. Those are the only two words that I wrote down under that song that are different than words that I wrote down under the previous song.
1: <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. We got to these songs and even though I built the playlist, I, I didn't sit down and listen to the whole songs. So I kind of forgot about them. And when I went back to like do my full listens, I was vibing with that A and B track. And then it got to boondocks and I went, oh, fuck, I forgot these are here. Yeah. And this song came up and. I was just like, God damn it. Enough. Like after the last song, like just just in my brain, I was I and this is super hyperbolic, right? But I was going Boondocks is the worst musical entity that's out there. Like this is what's <laughs> happening in these two songs is the worst thing I could imagine musically. Like this album, I, I don't want to like you couldn't convince me to sit down and listen to the rest of it. And. This song, I think, might be worse than the previous song by extension, simply because this is on psychopathic and Jay is on this. I feel like ICP should be tried for crimes against humanity. Like, why (laughs) would you why would you put this out if I hadn't stopped listening to ICP and psychopathic stuff in the mid 2000s, late 2000s? This would be the point where I would have just filled my pockets with rocks and walked into the ocean. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I just would have like yeah. been like, all right, uh, you know, I've stuck it out with you. Now I'm just going to, you know, end it cuz I can't handle this anymore. And I think I mean, I don't know much about the person behind Boondocks. Maybe he's an okay guy. Listening to these songs, it makes it hard for me to think he is, but I think I hate the musical entity Boondocks and everything that's going on here. And I really don't want to hear another Boondocks song. Well, hey, guess what? God, we are going to get so torn up for this, <laughs>
0: but it's uh, the truth. He, well, before we move on to the next song, I just have the here's a short uh, new sentiment for you. OK, uh, kick doe, more
1: like kick boondocks ass. Um, Sure. I mean, I don't want to I, I don't want to fight him. I just want him <laughs> to not do this anymore. Just stop I, I doing want. This. Yeah,
0: just don't do it. Just don't just stay home. Yeah, just do anything else. Just, yeah. Any, yeah. Anything at all. Um, well, I've got great news for you. It's time to move on to the next song. You, this the song is, I know what it is. <laughs> it's called Infection, spelled Infect and then Shun, but pressed together as one word. Uh, the artist is Boondocks, featuring ICP from the Wormwo- Wormwood Tour exclusive CD. This is exclusive, and I hope you feel special about listening to this, Eric. Uh,
1: infection, what are your thoughts? It's another boondock song, and I, I found myself listening to this and thinking, whoever suggested these songs, I wish I had replied to their email with a virus. Like, <laughs> it's weird that this is featured, especially this one. Fuck you for suggesting this. ICP isn't even on this song. It's just Jay on the hook. <laughs> Fuck that. I I don't even think it's a particularly good hook. I will say this is not as impossible to listen to as the previous two songs. Musically, less offensive to my ears. But by two minutes in, I was definitely looking to see how much time was left in the song. And I was sad to see that that wasn't even halfway yet. So, yeah, I don't know. This song is mostly hook and a very melodramatic hook. Like, I think the whole song feels a little melodramatic, especially at the end with I assume it's Sugar Slam singing the hook like frail and going out. It just it all read kind of corny to me like you can make a really meaningful, heartfelt song, but this one feels like they want you to think it's way more meaningful and heartfelt than it is. I don't know. I'm not even joking at this point. If there are boondock songs in future songs, we missed episodes. I'm not going to listen to them and I'm not going to talk about them. And I'm not joking. I'm skipping past them. You can listen and talk about them if you want. You can tell me about it. But what are your thoughts on infection?
0: Oh, God. Listen, I'm I am not going to be doing that if you're not doing it. Um, <laughs> infection. First off, this song is like over five minutes long. It yeah. And it feels like it. Yeah. And I do want to say, yes, uh, I went and looked it up after I listened to it the first time. Uh, and the end up being the only time uh, that is sugar slam on the outro, uh, as noted on Genius. Yeah, this song is a boondock song with just Jay on the hook, but it is mostly hook. It's slow. It's not as offensively bad as the other two songs no, no. that we've listened to. Uh, the beat is there. This one was produced by Kuma, whereas uh, Mike P did uh, the two previous. Yeah so kuma thank you for toning down the bullshit yeah this song exists uh it's too
1: long i'm never gonna listen to it a second time no i i probably wouldn't hate this as much if i hadn't just listened to the previous two
0: yeah yeah i feel like if i would uh if i if this one was the first one of the three boondocks tracks that we listened to i feel like i i probably would have not even liked it. I wouldn't have liked it. No, but I would have been more okay with it than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> luckily, luckily, this should be the last Boondocks thing that we have to listen to at least until we get to like season seven. I think. I don't know. Maybe, maybe even next season when we do some of the twisted stuff, Boondocks might show up somewhere. But this is the last Boondocks album that was on Psychopathic. So. This should be the end of that shit. Great, yeah. All right, let's move on to track ten. <laughs> Just the name of this one cracks me up. The song <laughs> is called "Mosh Pit." It's by Demafia Six, featuring Lil White and ICP from the album "Watch What You Wish." And uh, the release year this was this was March of 2015 when this one came out. So this would be after Killjoy Club was released. What were your thoughts Correct. on "Mosh Pit"? my first note
0: is corny
1: (laughs) it it really is it's really it is is
0: insane guys let me read to you i actually pulled the lyrics up for this one because i really wanted to just i want it to get fully first off if you haven't listened to this song it is in the playlist below just pause it real fast and go listen to (laughs) it go do it um okay welcome back i apologize so The chorus, we gun beat a motherfucker up, slap a motherfucker down, push him right into the ground, cue the music screaming loud, this, that mosh pit shit, that mosh pit shit, that mosh pit shit, that mosh pit shit. shit. All right. And then just go ahead and repeat that one more time. And that's the chorus. Yeah. This, this song in the, this is, this is my genuine feeling this song sounds like the mafia six got put on some massive mix bill festival where they saw fucking bring me the horizon or some bullshit play on like a separate stage and they saw a mosh pit
1: in 2015 crowd i don't think bring me the horizon was was mosh pit shit in 2015 were they
0: I don't know. I, I I stopped listening to Bring Me the Horizon uh, in like way before that. Same, same. <laughs> um, but y- you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like they saw that and they're like, "Oh, this shit is sick. We need. We I want to bring this to our shit." You know what I mean? Yes. They saw the crowd and they were like, "Oh, we want mosh pits now. Let's write a song about having mosh pits." The beat is too busy, I think, for what they're doing. Jay's verse. Seemed a little lazy. Shaggy did fine. I mean, they weren't really talking. They they were just talking about beating the shit out of people. Yeah. They like they weren't talking about a, a mosh pit or anything. They're just talking about beating the shit out of people. And then, you know, more chorus and more chorus. And it just shouldn't go on as long as it does. But it
1: does. What are your thoughts on mosh pit? I think it's kind of corny for a rap group. To talk about mosh pits and not just a rap group, any kind of music to use the term mosh pit just sounds nerdy. Like it sounds a little yeah. try hard, you know, like it sounds like an outsider talking about something like your mom be like, be careful in the mosh pit when you go to the concert. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't it doesn't sound right to say Oh,
0: yeah. I feel like mosh pit, the term itself, is very much so outsider
1: looking in type term. Sure. And I think you can talk and reference dancing, moshing, whatever, in a song if it's done the right way. And I think in their verses, in some spots, some of the things they're saying sound kind of hard and sort of work. But this song overall does not work for me. And you cannot mosh to this song. It's a very slow... Kind of like I don't want to say chill song, but it's kind of a sleepy tone and style to the beat. Even if you're a push mosher, you probably wouldn't even spill your beer on your overkill shirt. Push mosh into this song. You know what I mean? It's not a moshable song. It's right. not mosh-friendly. It, it's, not, it's not an upbeat, fast song where people are going to circle pit and bump into each other. There's no builds to breakdowns that, you know, get people going. It's just a sort of slow to mid-tempo song that just, you know, goes all the way through. This one is kind of hard for me to listen to. Like, I don't hate the beat, but the verses and the hook overall... <laughs> Just I can't I can't really get into it. Uh, yeah. Last week, I was singing the praises of the DJ Paul or three six and ICP collab saying true. I would be true. really looking forward to a Killjoy Club album this week. I'm going to go. I'm glad there was just one Killjoy Club album. Uh, and really, after everything that we've just listened to. I'm I'm tempted to just end this episode now. Like, I, honest, I honestly <laughs> wish we could have ended it several songs ago. This True. is maybe the most challenging episode of songs we missed with Zug Island and Boondocks and this stuff. And now up next, a Cottonmouth King song.
0: I was just about to say, hey, get ready, because up next, you got Cottonmouth King, baby. This yeah. is a song called Fuck Off. It's from the album Crown Power, crown spelled with a K. Of course. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, from August of 2015. What are your thoughts on Fuck Off? And you can make them as brief as possible
1: <laughs> if you want, because mine are. Uh, here's a thought I went to look up this album, and it, I guess, there's a regular edition and a special edition. The special edition has 37 fucking songs on it. Why? stop stop You're <laughs> right not okay here's the thing i don't hate some of cottonmouth kings sound i was just listening to pumpkin carver yesterday and i'm like man they sound fun on the hook and they've got a little verse and this is cool but overall we've established i don't think either one of us is really vibing with cottonmouth kings now on this track I could be wrong here, but I think they just jacked the beat for insane in the brain by Cypress Hill. Am I wrong? Oh, I don't
0: think you're wrong. I think you're absolutely correct. Okay,
1: That's what I thought. Yeah. This Um, is uh, almost a a spiritual successor to Shaggy's fuck off. Right. in, In a way. It's weird that it's on a Cottonmouth Kings album, though, although one of the other Cottonmouth Kings songs that I did actually like was called Wicked Clowns. And I'm like, why do they have a song called Wicked Clowns on a Cottonmouth Kings album? That's that's weird, right? Um, This is not the worst Cottonmouth Kings song. It's actually probably one of the slightly better ones that we've talked about, but I don't think Cottonmouth Kings is the strongest part of this song. Shaggy and Jay have a lot of fun with this. I like their parts. The KMK guys are just okay to me. The hook is not a part that I like, and they're definitely handling that part. I'm a little disappointed that Jay gets a full verse, but Shaggy only gets half of a verse. This is fuck off. This should be, by right? all rights, a shaggy song. What? What's up with that? I don't know. I don't like that. But uh, also, this isn't a particularly long song, but it feels long as hell to me. I felt like the song was ending, but then, oh, here comes another chorus and more KMK verses. And I was like, whoa, what? Why is this song still going? I thought it was over, but I, I don't know. I didn't hate this song but I didn't like this song. I think they could have done things that would have made this song significantly better. Simple things that would have made it a lot better. Uh, But overall, it's just okay. What did you think?
0: Yeah, so my overall consensus on this song is that it is not bad enough to. It's not bad enough to stick out of my memory as a terrible song, but it's also not a good song at all. Like it just exists. It's just sitting there in the ether of things that have happened in this world. I think that it's a crime that Shaggy only got half a verse on a song called Fuck Off. That sucks. I would love to hear more Shaggy. Uh I think the beat was just okay. Uh I think the chorus is pretty corny. I think it went on way too long when I felt like there was a natural ending way before when it actually cut off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it kind of it's feels there. like Cottonmouth Kings is just vamping off of ICP's fan base and popularity a little bit. Yeah, a little. I mean, obviously, if you have somebody feature on a song, not only do you probably like them and what they do, but you're going, hey, let's expose our music to each other's fan base, right? I get that. But this one feels a little blatant, kind of like putting a song called Wicked Clowns on your album. yeah. So I don't know. Let's move on to the next song. We've got DJ Paul again. Uh, this isn't the whole Mafia six. This is just DJ Clay from his solo album called Master of Evil, which dropped in October of 2015. This is DJ Paul with Yellow Wolf and Violent J. The song F U Two. Um, a
0: lot of F bombs in this song. So many. The chorus is pretty much all fuck and hate. It's the word fuck and it's the word hate. Yes. Over and over again. And that's cool. I think that the hook. uh, Yeah, I think that part sucks. I mean, it's it's not good. It's not imaginative in the least bit. This song is there's a lot of songs that are like, uh, fuck the world, you know, fuck you and fuck the world kind of thing. Sure. Um, But that actually have meaning behind them. And then there are a lot of songs that are like this that are, uh, you know, fuck you just for the sake of saying fuck you, you know? Yeah, this is just
1: a, I'm um, angry. I'm going to say fuck you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, DJ Paul says a pretty horrible line in his first verse. Yeah, he does. Um,
1: More than one.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's one that really stood out to me. And then I kind of just my eyes glazed over and I stopped trying to pay attention to the lyrics. He talks
1: about uh, not only committing sexual assault, but also just standard spousal assault. So, Mm, of course, I I shouldn't say spouse, um, ho assault. I don't know. Of course. Yes. And you got, you have to
0: treat your gardening equipment with with care. Right. Um, yeah, no, I think jay's verse sounded kind of cool (laughs) yellow wolf was there (laughs) what else is there to say this this song sucks ass
1: yeah i (laughs) I wasn't sure what you were going to think about it because there are elements to this song that make me think "Um, maybe i should kind of like this but really None of the pieces connected together to make a thing that I liked on this one. I just I I I don't think anything worked for me on this, especially I didn't care for the hook. I don't want to say it kind of sounded lazy, but it was sort of, you know, lowest common denominator. I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't like the way it's mixed. Jay doesn't sound like Jay for most of his verse. It's very strange. Like the first half of his verse, I was like, oh, is this Jay? I, I couldn't even tell. I don't know that I've ever heard Yellow Wolf before, but I feel like around this time I heard about Yellow Wolf. Like I, I heard the name and I think connected to Eminem in some capacity. And on this track, yeah, he kind of sounds like Eminem style a little bit. He sounds fine. I, I probably after hearing this wouldn't seek out more Yellow Wolf to listen to. Yeah, I don't I I didn't like this song, but it's far from the worst thing on our list today. Yeah true so this one is saved from being at the bottom yeah
0: very true now that i'm actually thinking about the actual timeline here this is around the same time i believe that yellow wolf was on a van's warp tour maybe if not maybe a few years afterwards because i remember there's a lot of hype that yellow wolf was going to be uh at warp tour that year and so i went as i normally kind of did and uh did you, see yellow I like, wolf? you know I'm going to try, I'm going to catch out, catch yellow wolf. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I was going to tell you, I have seen yellow wolf live uh, before, but now I'm realizing I think it's around this exact time. I've seen yellow wolf live because, and I remember watching his set because I I heard so much hype around it and uh, walking away saying, yeah, this, this guy raps (laughs) kind of well. Okay. And you know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't anything super standout, I guess. Uh, I couldn't I didn't I was confused about the hype when I was walking away.
1: Yeah. I mean, clearly, whatever hype was there during that one year, because I feel like there was hype around Yellow Wolf at that time. Absolutely. uh, It clearly dissipated. He did not have the staying power that Eminem does.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You don't hear about him like ever anymore. No. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Are you ready to move on to the last track? Yeah. Yeah. A nice little good taste in our mouth.
2: <laughs> yes. We'll
0: see. The song is called Haunted by the Devil. The artist is ICP. And this is
1: the 2015 Hollow Wicked single. Eric, what are your thoughts? When I when I saw Hollow Wicked, I was like, okay, all right, here we go. Here's a Hollow Wicked. Because there's... There are a few Halloween songs that we haven't heard yet because they weren't on the 20th anniversary or yes. we didn't include them in an episode here or there. There are some that we we did, but there is a, a certain date range, probably 2015 to like 2019 ish, where we didn't hear the Hallowick songs yet. And so they'll be in these episodes. And so I was I was like, all right, sick, especially considering we're so close to Halloween like this is cool. But this is not a song that is either directly or indirectly related to Halloween. And no. I generally like when the Halloween songs are. Now, some of the best Halloween songs have not been. I think of songs like uh, Toxic Love and Sleepwalkers that I absolutely love, but I don't really think about them as Halloween. I'm not going to turn them on and bump them for Halloween. So weird. Yeah, you're not
0: putting. They're, they're not on your Halloween playlist, no. which I feel like Hollow Wicked singles should be like that should be their purpose. Right. This isn't
1: even yeah. a particularly gory, violent you know, song. It really honestly sounds like a song that should have been on one of the Missing Link albums. No surprise, you know, I mean, we've even got Young Wicked on the hook here, like the last song on Lost is called I See the Devil, and it's got a lot of similarities in different ways to this song. And I can't help but wonder if the song was recorded as a possible track or final track for, for Lost, although it could have easily gone somewhere on found 2, potentially. But I think it, it fits so well with the theming of Lost. Big time. You even get a, a Missing Link shout out in the song. They talk about that. I think they correctly chose I See the Devil for the last song on Lost because this one, something about it, especially the hook, feels a little bit on the nose, a little more than I See the Devil does. Not a bad song by any means. Cool song to listen to. Not a hollow Wicked sounding song. But I would, I would put money On this being a Marvelous Missing Link outtake that they used for Howl Wicked instead of putting it on the outtakes album or putting it on one of the proper albums. It just everything about it feels that. And it definitely feels like instead of recording a Howl Wicked song, they said, let's give them one of the songs that we've got. We're going to hold this one aside for that. That's not dissing the song, because overall, I think the song is pretty good. But it just, you know, felt a little a little off. Is a hollow wicked single but they've released like what was the Amber alert song that was a Hallow wicked sing single that one did yeah that was yeah that one was Halloween in... song that they uh, yeah Hallow wicked but uh, what were your thoughts on this one
0: um yeah uh, I think my if if I could bundle up my thought my thoughts in the most concise way possible it would be really good song not necessarily uh, a hollow wicked song though. Um, and and I, I, I think that, uh, your hypothesis is, is probably correct. I could absolutely see them using a, an outtake from marvelous missing link stuff that, and that's not knocking the song at all. I'm not going to be putting this on any Halloween playlist. I'm definitely not going to be listening to this, uh, tonight or tomorrow leading up to Halloween and listening to it in preparation for recording. Didn't put me in a Halloween mood leading up to Halloween either but it's a good song. I think that Jay's uh, verse is, is uh first verse is really solid. Well, both of his verse, I think are really solid. It's mostly uh, but a Jay his, song. Yeah. It, it's his first verse really stood out to me is, is being really good. Uh, you hear young wicked, like you said on the chorus with Shaggy, which is dope. Uh, I would have loved to actually hear a Shaggy verse. I think would be my, yeah. my big thing on this song is I would have loved to hear a Shaggy verse, but This was this left a very good taste in my mouth after uh, munching on seven tracks
1: of shit. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. You know what? This song reminds me of and not musically, just conceptually from Hell's Pit, the song The Witch.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 This gives me
1: some of the witch vibes. I could totally see that. Yeah. I listened
0: to Hell's Pit uh, a couple weeks back. Good on you. That's that's a good Halloween album it is it is honestly um well every time i put on my cpk shirt i'm like damn i want to listen to hell's pit right <laughs> fuck now. yeah but yeah no uh i'll probably be listening to some hell's pit uh tomorrow leading up to halloween yes. who knows
1: i probably will too that's a good call fuck yeah it's a hell's pit monday baby we should, awesome we should so do it tonight those are- it's hell night we should listen to hell's pit tonight for hell night
0: Oh, true. Maybe I'm going to be streaming on TikTok tonight. Maybe I'll listen to Hell's Pit on my TikTok stream. There you go. OK, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. OK, perfect. Y'all, you're, you've are you already missed it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-
1: <laughs>
0: it was awesome, though. But uh, I do listen to uh, I, I listen to a fair amount of ICP on TikTok live streams when I can. So uh, maybe tune next the next time I do that. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Anyways, those are all the tracks we're listening to today. That's we're all we're done them. with that. 13. Let's talk about our overall thoughts on this selection. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like we can be pretty brief with this, possibly, and say that these this selection was rough. Yes. Um, my overall thoughts are they were clearly putting out a lot of other things around this time that were insanely incredible. You got Dark Lotuses, Mud, Water, Air and Blood, Reindeer Games, which I mean, I'm not going to say is insanely incredible, obviously, but good in comparison to everything here. Good in comparison to everything here. Absolutely. Yeah. You had uh, Lost and Found and the yes. outtakes. Yes. A Phantom MP. Yeah. Phantom Extra Spooky Edition. All of these things are solid yep. in comparison to what we're listening to right here clearly they were not focused on their the quality of their features i don't think or picking a quality things to feature on now some of these things they have no excuse for fucking all the boondocks shit that's on (laughs) y'all yeah it is like that's just straight up on y'all and and you can't really get out of that one i'm sorry guys but you know yeah, they throwed bull they threw bullshit at DJ Paul, uh, for, you know, a couple things. They threw some bullshit at Conmouth things for some stuff, whatever. They used an outtake for, for the Hollow Wicked that year. Whatever. Yeah. Right? But they were too busy with everything else. They were to focus too busy with shit. amazing things. Right. That and that's what I want to to impart with y'all is that yes, we are being big time haters on the majority of this shit that we listen to today. But we are also stepping back and recognizing that they were working on some of like the most solid shit in this time period. Yeah, right.
1: It's hard to believe that for an era that I think we both would consider one of our favorite like Joker's card eras of ICP. This episode that that spans those years is our, I think, mutual least favorite episode of songs we missed for Absolutely. one of our favorite Joker's card eras.
0: And it goes to show, listen, sometimes you just got to you got to send other people the the shit so that you can have the diamonds for yourself.
1: Yeah, I guess guess that's true. Although, I mean, we're we're sort of getting the in between death pop and missing link here. So we're getting uh, melding, some changing, melding and changing. Yes. For the longest time under overall thoughts. All I had written down was, I honestly don't want to talk about these songs. And then I thought about it and I came to two conclusions or thoughts, something to consider here. Partially some of the things that you were talking about. But I realized what a big time of and significant time of transition these three years were for ICP and for Psychopathic. We talked about hearing Jay's voice starting to change and evolve here. And I think this is the beginning of ICP becoming the modern ICP, what what we hear now on releases. And even though the Psychopathic and Magic Ninja fallout had not yet happened, it was very clear that the lineup at Psychopathic was changing. On none of these songs do we hear Twisted, Blaze, Anybody killer. Even though they put out an ABK album somewhere in this range, like we didn't get any of those tracks. We don't hear Esham True. anywhere. Uh, obviously, you know, none of those, those artists from that first sort of family era are on these tracks. Instead, we've got this very different group of artists. We've got Boondocks, who no, I don't consider to be part of that original group, even though he's sort of bridges that gap, but we've got Boondocks, we've got Big Hoodoo, we've got AMB, we've got DJ Clay. In the next year or two, they're going to sign Blase Rose and Light and Ouija Mac. It's a different thing. I'm not trying to say anything bad about any of these artists individually, except for Boondocks, but this new batch does not have that same synergy or family magic that their like 98, 99 to like 04, 05 lineup did. Probably because that original lineup, and this is this is our Twisted With Us episodes bleeding into the ICP with We episodes, which they're supposed to. The whole reason we're doing that is to understand the whole thing better. Most of that lineup, Blaze and ABK, Twisted, uh, later the ROC, all of that was House of Crazies and their friends from Detroit when they had been making music together since they were kids. This newer group was not. It was a bunch of disconnected people from all over the place. When you look at it in that way, you could almost view ICP as the outsiders on their own label in the early 2000s. They kind of pulled in Paul and Jamie, and then they brought in their friends, and it filled out that roster. And it worked. Like. Oh, yeah. This might be a very hot take, but when you look at Magic Ninja now – I don't see a bunch of former psychopathic artists. It's more like that same group of friends that were together before psychopathic during and now after. They're all, you know, still part of that. I'm going to say house of crazies group, you know, just sticking together like psychopathic might have brought new visibility and, you know, some theming to these artists, but they didn't create them. There was already some friendship and stuff there. And they kind of like ICP brought them to the masses and they accepted ICP. And it felt like family. This new stuff. I don't get that sense. It's not the same thing. Uh, My other thought is this. There are people in this world that I don't see eye to eye with people who have different social, political or religious beliefs than I do. And sometimes just in society in general, it can be hard to find common ground with somebody who thinks differently than you. But I think it's important for us all to keep in mind that everyone is a human. We all have different experiences in life that shape our thoughts and personalities, leading us to different conclusions. And I can accept that. I don't always like it, but I understand that dynamic. No matter what side of a topic you might be on, I can at least recognize you know, okay, you're human and you got to this conclusion somehow. What I don't understand is how there are people out there that will talk shit on Axe Murder Boys and Young Wicked and refuse to listen to their stuff, but that will listen to boondocks. I cannot and will not reconcile or accept these differences. These people may be my true enemies in life. And if there were like politicians running on a pro-axe-murder-boys, anti-boondocks platform, I'd be at the polls casting my vote. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know boondocks. I'm sure he's a person with a real name. David Hutto. David Hutto might be a nice guy. He might make music that he loves making. And fucking good for you, dude. I'm glad that you've been able to make a career in music. I just hate it.
0: You know, I'm going to double down even more in that ass kicking joke. That's for real. I want to have a fucking boxing match with you, motherfucker. Oh, my God. I'd pay to see that. Fuck yeah. Boxing match. Y'all make it happen. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Uh, Actually, don't because I believe I would thoroughly get my ass
1: beat. (laughs) Just I don't know. You're just you're just young and and spry and and vero yeah no i don't know i don't he might be hella in shape and he might fuck you up i don't know
0: Uh, that's what like he might just absolutely beat the
1: the living christ out of me i mean i'm not Uh, gonna lie in a rap battle he'd fucking crush you
0: oh absolutely one like any day of the week he would he would beat my lights out
1: in a rap battle right he's got way more monthly listeners than we do like (laughs) this, this is a success let's just be honest yeah
0: yeah a uh, huge success uh but a success that i want to beat up in a boxing match <laughs> um <laughs> what are our uh what are our personal favorite tracks i have three
1: that um, i could throw out might go come do you that's it that's the only one
0: okay i actually really uh really enjoyed mountain climbing it was a surprising hit for me oh okay but uh i liked haunted by the devil even more than that Oh, okay. So is that and then my 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 third was might go mad. So haunted by the devil would be
1: my my pick. Okay, cool. I don't. I'm sure might go mad is something that we could put on our playlist. I don't know if it really fits because it's not really an ICP track, but we could put it on there. Uh, Is haunted by the devil on Spotify? Can we add it to our playlist?
0: Um, I am looking as we speak. Not seeing it, no. There are songs called Haunted by the Devil, but not not by by ICP.
1: Okay, well. Uh, We could put that A and B song on there if you want. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we should put it on there. It's just, you know, is it a song I like? Yes. Is it an ICP song? Not really. I don't know. Is the other stuff on our playlist? Do we have things
0: like that? That it's like... Let me look at let's let's look at our, the most recent shit being
1: put yeah, on. What, our what have we added since we started doing songs? We missed
0: ninjas in action is on that stuff off of master of the flying guillotine. Uh, Wicked clowns is on it from Cottonmouth Kings. Yeah, dirty and Stinkin is on it by old dirty bastard. Yeah, I guess we should
1: go ahead and add it then. Yeah,
0: yeah let's go ahead and add it. Okay, might go mad featuring ICP is now being added To the ICP with We official playlist, which now has 136 songs, nine hours and
1: 47 minutes. I'm I'm starting to wonder if we're going to make it all the way to 10 hours. I hope we do. I really hope we do. Did we add? Um, Did we add our favorite songs from um, Wicked Vic and from Pug Ugly?
0: Yes, we have. uh, We have two from Pug Ugly, and we have
1: two from. Vic. Okay. Well, we'll probably have two from Woe as well. Maybe we'll. We, we, yeah, maybe we'll hit our I ten th- hours.
0: I think, especially getting two from Woe, I think we will end up hitting that ten
1: yeah. hours. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked to hear Woe. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty excited to, to hear it. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm very excited, y'all. That may end up being our next episode. Who knows? But thank you for hanging out
1: uh, with us on this episode. Indeed. i uh, sorry for all the negativity and hate. That's not really what we're out here for. But also. If you disagree, I was, again, I was being hyperbolic. You are not my enemy in life if you like boondocks and hate AMB. That's fine. Like what you like.
0: And hate what you hate. Yeah. But
1: we hate you.
0: <laughs> 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 y'all, uh, y'all, we may be back with our... uh <laughs> fuck, I just ran out of- we will be doing story time we'll be reviewing eric's life uh oh we're gonna be doing story time chapter eight the final story time episode uh which i'm just so excited for i cannot wait to hear how he dies it's it's really gonna be a treat eric until yes.
1: then where can people hang out with us You can hang out with us in a lot of places. The best thing you can do, though, go to our website. It's ICPWWE.com. There Mm. you can find links that will let you join our Discord, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, send us an email, uh, become a patron to support us and get some cool benefits, uh, buy merch from us and even more. You can get some dope bennies by being a patron. You. you (laughs) Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, I know four people that have some, some sweet bennies going on in their favor, and that is our over-the-shoulder boulder holders,
1: Rob, V-Ron, Corey, and Blade. Thank y'all so much for your continued support. Thank you for your support, and happy All Hallows Tide to you.
0: Indeed. Y'all, today was was fun, <laughs> even though we ripped on a lot of stuff i still had a good time Yeah, talking to torture with my ourselves
1: bud. for this show
0: yeah you know it is it is fun to sometimes you need a little torture for the sake of the show right absolutely absolutely until next time for eric i'm aaron big old whoop whoop we'll see you next
2: week whoop whoop.